0: Welcome to RaMA for Today Radio.
1: Now, I thought that that was only a few seconds, because the next thing I remember was that that glory cloud began to lift out of my room and I could see up there about where the top of the house, not the ceiling, the top of the house should be. And I looked back down in the room, that's what the doctor said said these people many times that had died said we were up there looking down on you see we, we saw you. you worked on their body to bring them back and i saw my body line there and i saw my mother as she came and i saw her as she held my hand in hers and i came down and came inside my body when i got back inside my body then i could talk to mama and i said
0: mama i'm not gonna die now you're listening to Rama for today with ken and lynette hagan Today we continue the series, Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagin. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message.
1: The Spirit is the real man. The Spirit is the real man. I was a sinner then. I had become estranged from God. I'd known Him when I was a little kid. You see, I was alive without the law, alive under God once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. My spirit, you see, spiritual death is separation from God. My spirit became separated from God. And so I began my prayer. The inward man, the inward man, the real man's spirit. And I began my prayer there in the darkness. And then when I came up, I came up by the side of the bed. The only difference was I came up on the porch the first time, the foot of the bed the second time, beside the bed the third time, and I leaped inside my body, and my lips vocally picked up the prayer where I was right in the middle of a sentence. And I prayed out loud. And I prayed so loud they tell me they could hear me for two blocks around. Somebody said, I hear preachers saying sometimes, you know, that people ought to, you know, be saved just to miss hell. They ought to go there, and they'd think so. I know I was like that young man that doctor bought back. I was panicking, panic. No, sir, I'd thank God every night I didn't go to hell. I thought I had to die, but I'd go to sleep afterwards. Every single night, thanking God that I didn't go to hell. Praise God forevermore. Amen. There is a hell to shun, and there is a heaven to gain. And so I, my voice picked up that prayer right in the middle of a sentence. I just asked God in the name of Jesus to forgive me of every sin and cleanse me of all that's wrong. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you, it felt to me like there's a two-ton weight lifted from off of my chest. The burden of sin was gone. I became a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I looked at Grandpa's old clock, and it's 20 minutes till 8 o'clock. I went to hell three times between 7.30 and 20 minutes to 8 o'clock, and I was born again at 20 minutes till 8 o'clock. Hallelujah. Amen. The inward man, the inward man is the real you. That's what I want to get over. The spirit is the real you. God is the father of spirits God deals with spirits are you listening to me now I was bedfast. the doctor said I had to die to tell you the real truth about it that night see they thought I was gone like my grandma said I thought you weren't coming back my grandmother said son you know I've had a lot of experience see my great-grandfather was a doctor dr. a.m. Drake and she had practiced with him. Till I remember as a little boy, of course, we didn't have as many doctors as we do now. A lot of times in the nighttime, people would come to get granny, you see, because she knew a lot about whatever the doctors knew of that day of medical. And she said, I had a lot of experience waiting on the sick. I had a lot of experience in you know, the early days here in the state of Texas when we just had to prepare people as best we could for burial, preparing people for burial that had died. But she said, I learned more about death with you than I knew in India. And so then in the summer of 1933 there was a three-week period that I was unconscious and then two periods of two weeks that I was unconscious and when I came to myself I asked them what time it is I thought it'd been ten minutes and they told me what day it was but now listen to me and this can help and it can encourage in many areas I know because I've been there when I was unconscious And I thought, like I said, when I came to myself, it had been 10 minutes. My body didn't function. My mind, from the standpoint of this world, I didn't talk to anybody in this world I couldn't see. I was in a coma. I was unconscious from the physical standpoint. But my spirit, all that time, talked with God. My spirit was in contact with Him. Doctors are learning now. And they'll tell you, because I'd also pick up in my spirit what people said around my bed. Doctors will tell you now. I've talked to some of them. They've learned, and they'll tell you, if somebody is is terminal or to die, because many of them come through, don't talk that around them, even though they're unconscious, because their spirits will pick that up. Amen. People ought to be careful what they say around sick people, people that are even unconscious. My spirit was in contact with God. My spirit, because really, Your spirit's the real you. Talk with God while I was unconscious. I'm saying this to you. That's the way the Lord wanted us to go, so that's the way we're going, and I'm not done yet. On the 16th day of August, 1933, and I'd been saved, born again, since the 22nd day of April in 1933. 16th day of August, 1933, was on a Thursday. Did you know that? Well, if you didn't, you know it now. I just got through telling you. All that day, I knew I was dying. See, I'd been dead. I knew, I'm dying. It got to be 106 degrees. It can get 106 easily sometimes down in Texas. I was farther south than here, and even here over 100 easy in August. 106 degrees. We had no air conditioning in 1933. If you had anything at all, just a fan to blow a little air around. We just had the windows and the doors open, whatever air could circulate. It's got to be 106 degrees. It's over 100 by noontime. Yet my body is so cold that they got me wrapped in blankets. My body is so cold that they got all of the hot water bottles, they, they heat bricks and wrap them up in newspaper and in blankets, and I'm encased with all these blankets and hot bricks, and, and try, trying to warm me up because my body is cold as ice. And at 1:30 in the afternoon, as my young brother, nine years old, stood there by my bed, death his final throws upon me. And I said to Pat. Run and get mama quick. I'm dying. I want to tell her goodbye. And he ran out of the room like a shot. When he left the room, the whole room lit up. Brighter than sun shining on snow. You know how it glistens when sun shines on snow? That whole room lit up. That whole room was filled with a cloud that was bright and shining. And I left my body and went up into that cloud. Got just a little peek over into the glory world. Now, I thought that that was only a few seconds because the next thing I remember was that that glory cloud began to lift out of my room and I could see up there about where the top of the house, not the ceiling, the top of the house should be. And I looked back down in the room. That's what the doctor said. Said these people many times that had died, said we were up there looking down on you. See, we we saw you. You worked on their body to bring them back. And I saw my body line there. And i saw my mother as she came and i saw her she held my hand in hers and i came down and came inside my body when i got back inside my body then i could talk to mama and i said mama i'm not gonna die now she thought i mean, i'm not gonna die now this minute i meant i'm not gonna die now i'm gonna live and do the work of god because see up there in that glory i heard a voice speak this time in the english language i believe it was jesus I didn't see him, just heard the voice. A man's voice said, Go back, go back, go back to the earth. You can't come yet, your work on earth's not done. And I descended. Now, in preaching on the radio, to me that experience was too sacred. I didn't even talk about going to hell. That's too terrible. I didn't until God told me to. I didn't talk about this other experience. It, it was so sacred. It was so sacred. For many, many years. Many, many years. I suppose 10 or 12, 15 years. I never mentioned it to a living soul. I'd think about it sometime. And then God told me to go telling it. So I started telling it. Well, in recent time, I was preaching on the radio before my mother died, and I was talking about the inward man, eternal man, and the real you. Your spirit's the real you. And so I gave that experience, the Bible, and then experience. And then I saw Mama, and Mama said, son, I, I didn't know that, because see, I would never told her until I heard you on the radio tell that. But she said, the way you tell it, you were only gone maybe a few seconds. The well, you talk, maybe 10 seconds at the most. I said, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, she said, you never did hear my side and Mama, my grandmother's side of the story. Let me tell you this, Pat come running back to the kitchen, holler, Mama, Mama, Granny, Granny, Ken's die, dying, kids are dying. And she said, I was closer to the kitchen door and I ran up the hall into the dining room to come into your bedroom and I couldn't enter it. The bedroom's full of something. That's what I saw. I can't go in. I recognized the presence of God and backed back against the dining room table and bowed my head to pray. Granny, her mother, came behind her. The door's open. The door shutters open. She run right up against that open opening and bounced back like you'd hit a rubber ball. And say, she said, as she looked, then see she didn't look she said, "Why, Lily, the room, I can't see the bed. I can't see Ken. I can't see his body. The room is full of a cloud, like a thick fog. It's white and glistening. And I can't see the dresser and I can't see the bed, I can't see anything. The room's full of that. That's the glory of God. And she said, Granny, back to back, about halfway of the dining room, made another run. (laughs) And hit that opening and bounced off of it. She, the third time, backed all the way across the room and ran across the dining room and hit the open door and and bounced off. And she seemed to be so overcome, Mama said, with the presence of God that she hung onto the door facing she said it was 10 minutes you talk like it's 10 seconds it was 10 minutes before we could get into the room it was 10 minutes we couldn't enter in until the cloud disappeared and as soon as it disappeared i rushed up to the bed and took your hand and you were dead and about that time you said mama i'm not going to die now i said that to say this to you the real man your spirit is the real you that's the part of you that contacts god that's the part of you that's recreated and made a new creature in Christ Jesus and receives eternal life. That's the part of you that should dominate you. That man on the inside should dominate you. Not your body, not your mind. The spirit should dominate you. That's one thing that I've striven through the ears to do, is to let my spirit dominate me. That spirit, that's the part of you that gives personality or gives color to you.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagen. On this power-packed DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagen explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing the baptism of the holy spirit righteousness peace and joy this timeless teaching dvd is just 14.95 don't delay call today call 1-888-FAITH99 that's 1-888-FAITH99 or if you prefer write kenneth hagen ministries our address is PO box 50126 tulsa oklahoma 74150. Don't forget for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
1: We want to thank all of you, Word Partner Club members. You have been so faithful to help us out yes. all last year. And you're continuing to help us. But if you would like to be a word partner, somebody will say, What's a word partner? Well, that's simply somebody that sends us a monetary gift that's sometime right. during the month to help us to keep Rama going all over the world. And you can do it real easy. Just go to rama.org and slash WPC. That's right. And, and you can go right there.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan Developing the Human Spirit. Thanks for listening to ReMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.